Her question is to know the entire ocean. You just have to know one drop of water. Somewhere uh, from a deeply philosophical angle, there is truth to it. But you won't know the depths of an ocean from a drop. To know that depth, that plumbness of the ocean, you have to take a dive. Each individual is a drop. And we are so focused on ourselves most of the time especially with these uh, self-help books that teach you that no, you must live fully, you must live for yourself, you must be happy, you must not care about other people, you must not think about what they are thinking and so on. All of these false affirmations don't really take you far. To know the ocean, somewhere perfect stillness of the mind is needed. If I'm looking at a reef and there are beautiful creatures swimming underneath uh, these stones and this sight to behold, but I can't see it if the A, the water is muddy or B, it's being stirred. I need that stillness of the water to be able to see what is underneath. I got reminded of this little joke. Um, I think I might have told it earlier. All my jokes are getting old like me. So, <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, new ones come here all the time, but I'm talking about the jokes I narrate. So, uh, <laughs> so Mullah Nasruddin, two kids went up to him and they were fighting on themselves. They said, uh, they had some strawberries <laughs> and they said, can you distribute it amongst us? Because we can't decide who should have what quantity, how much. And Mullah said, well, uh, will you like me to distribute like God would or like a human being? Absolutely like a God. Mullah said, okay. So out of his big box, he took a small handful, gave it to the one child, took another handful, gave it to the other, and walked away with the box himself. <laughs> and the kid said, this is not fair. He said, that's what God does. It's not fair. I never said that God does what he or she does. It's fair. <clears throat> they said, but it's our strawberries. You can't do this. You can't just walk away with what belongs to us. Mullah said, eat one each. They ate one each. How did it taste? Well, it tasted quite like a strawberry. Well, all the other strawberries taste the same, he said. <laughs> Why do you want? <laughs> what I have in my hand also tastes the way you just experienced. The day you have this realization, everything in your life will not only magnify to such extraordinary divinity, but it will also come to the perfect stand stop, I want, wish to say, not in terms of stagnation, but in terms of stillness. The realization 
that all pleasures eventually will taste the same anyway. So I may as well pick and choose. I may as well be mindful about where I want to invest my time and what I want to actually enjoy in my life. Very recently I read this um, article and <clears throat> it could be anybody's story. And you must have heard similar stories numerous times in your lives. So this man, he was in the US, an Australian person, and he got married. He was in his mid-30s. He had two children. So his second uh, child, uh, a daughter or, or a son, I think the elder one was a daughter. The second child was two years old. And they decided to move back to Sydney after working for many years in the States. That will just take it easy. And they decided to own a farm in partnership with his parents, the guy's parents. So they went back, they bought a little home and they decided that we'll buy this farm. So they went and he had a little pain in his tummy. He went to the GP, didn't think much of it. Um, he, there was a bit of bleeding, still didn't think much of it. The GP gave him some medication, nothing happened. A week later, the GP said, you know, uh, I recommend we get some tests done. There was some swelling, they took a, a, you know, a little sample for biopsy and then went for a PET scan and so on. Anyway, it turned out he had stage 4 cancer colon rectal cancer stage 4 uh, which had spread to other parts of his body so obviously he went through heavy chemo and um, what have you and then he wrote <coughs> in his article he said the only reason I've shared all this he said please I just want you to know never assume that you have the whole lifetime to yourself you just don't know what may happen when? He said, never assume that the whole life is ahead of you. He said, I had thought <clears throat> till 35, I would really work, accumulate a lot of money. I would have started my family. I would have saved some money. Everything was a tick, 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 tick. A perfect family, yes. Uh, a beautiful wife, yes. Caring partner, yes. Good parents, yes. Savings in the bank, yes. And he thought, I would then spend the next 35 years working on a farm, owning my own farm and taking it easy and spending time with my children and so on. Suddenly, he said, only 10% people with a similar profile as his live beyond more than five years. Suddenly, the priorities change. He said, so never think that you have a whole lifetime to work out whatever it is that you want to work on or work out. We should, when we do good karma, we should do with the same principle. I read somewhere, if uh, we get up each day thinking today is going to be my last day, one day, most certainly, you will be right. And when death comes, you know, when death comes, the first thing people say is, 
but sorry, I just need a bit more time. I want to be able to say my goodbyes. I want to be able to just finish this will. I so wanted to tell that person I had nothing against him or her. I wanted to say sorry to somebody or I wanted to forgive somebody or please, my family isn't here. I don't want to die alone with that. Say sorry, I, uh, I hear this every single time. I don't have time for this. I must do my job, time is running out. And then the person says, why me? Why are you taking me? And so on. This is not right and that isn't right. This isn't fair. That I'm only 35 or I'm only 40 or I'm only 60 or I'm only 70 or I'm only 80. Nobody is ever prepared for death really. It's the strangest thing. It is coming. Everybody is uh, not just moving towards death, walking with death. But they uh, <clears throat> just keep forgetting. And then death does not talk, does not say much. It's a very painful thing for most people. Experience of death. But death says, or, or death says, well, you had a whole lifetime. You didn't do much in that. What will you accomplish in five minutes now? Compared to 1950s, 60s or 40s or even earlier, a few centuries earlier or now, we almost live double. The life expectancy has almost doubled and still we have unfinished business. So the absolute duration of life has nothing to do with how much you can get done. To experience the ocean, you have to see the finality of life. You have to reflect on, think about, meditate on where this is all going. When you internalize that, you will have no anger towards anybody. You'll have no hatred towards anybody. You'll have no negative feelings towards anybody because you will deeply realize it's not worth it. For what? If you want to experience the ocean from a drop, meditating on death is one definitive way to accomplish that. Chanting may or may not do that. Meditation, maybe. Good karma, maybe. But this deep reflection <clears throat> will go a long way, will take you a long way. If you spend some time on a daily basis or periodically at least, every now and then, reflecting on all the people I'm angry with, all the resentment I hold in my heart, all the grudges that I have, all my unfulfilled desires, all my fulfilled desires, all <clears throat> my expectations from myself, from others, from life, all the people I love, all the people I don't love, 
one day none of this is going to matter at all this is all going to come to a screeching halt it's going to come to a stop whether I like it or not what's even more funny I have no control on this stop I can't delay it I can't postpone it I can't uh, bring it forward I can't do any of those things the only thing I can do is as a spectator as a witness to everything that is happening around me is truly take it in as a witness and then your spiritual wealth will multiply like uh, when wealth multiplies when you invest it at the right time in the right stock at the right point price point goes just skyrockets just builds very quickly then that's the only way I don't think if you sat like this and and did self-inquiry who am I who am I that you will experience that ocean momentarily I'm talking about taking a submarine and just going down and staying there for a long time that's how I think